0: Welcome to Vote the Podcast. There are only 54 days till Election Day, so we're switching things up by bringing you shorter episodes to address what's happening right now in this moment and to talk about this week in voting and elections.
1: Things are changing every day, and some states have already started the election process. We are in the thick of it, Um, and we will be here for you all the way through November.
0: We are the Voting Preppers. I'm Andrea. And I'm Kat. Uh, So, Andrea, big things are happening this week. Uh, For one, Alaska. So Alaska, it's the best state. Look, I've been to all 50. I'm sorry if you live in the other 49, but Alaska is the best state. It just is. It's amazing. Uh, Alaska made a good decision. A couple. A, they have no excuse absentee voting. Yay, Alaska. And they decided that they were just going to mail ballots to everybody 65 or older. Yay, Alaska. But then when people were like, yeah, but there's this whole like pandemic thing. Plus it's Alaska, which is partially the greatest state because it always feels like an adventure when you're there because getting around, kind of tough. So they were like, you we should just send absentee ballots to everybody in the state. And the state was like, yeah, no, we don't want to do that. And they took it to court and then the federal judge just agreed with them. So unfortunately, Alaska will now... Only be sending absentee ballots to folks 65 or older. And anybody who is under that age and would like to vote absentee can. There's no excuse absentee voting. They just have to go the extra step to actually request a ballot. So good news and bad news coming from our greatest state. Okay, so this week
1: we saw a few
0: really important things. Notably,
1: we saw uh, Governor Whitmer and Secretary of State Benson in Michigan. Ask the state legislature to enact rules that will protect Michigan's election this year. So super, super important. Um, We know that there's going to be an increase in vote by mail this year. So one of the things that they asked for was to make sure uh, that all votes are counted on the postmark by date instead of the received by date. Super important because... If you're casting your ballot and you're in Michigan and the Postal Service runs slow, you still want to make sure that your vote counted. Uh, so this is really important and all eyes are on Michigan to see if these rule changes will be made. The second request that the governor and secretary of state put in their op-ed was a request to process ballots early because it's going to be a big vote-by-mail year. Uh, We know that it's going to take increased number of people counting all these votes to make sure that um, we can get results in a timely manner. And so what they're really asking for here is the ability to process some of these votes as they come in instead of waiting to start on election night, Um, because it's highly likely then that it'll take, you know, days, if not weeks, to, to... get the answer out of who won in Michigan. So these are a few of the things that we have our eyes on this week.
0: Uh, Yeah. And Michiganders – It is so important for you to call your state legislators and tell them that you support these changes that the governor wants to make, uh, because she's trying really hard right now to get these things pushed through. I lived in Ann Arbor for three wonderful, very cold years. It's a great state, and it would be even greater with better voting. You already passed a killer voting rights package in 2018, so you're on the right track. Keep it going. Call your legislators. Uh, One last bit of news. New York, this one's for you. I know I'm a little hard on you. Traditionally not the best state for voting. In 2018, you finally passed a fantastic voting rights passage, New York and Michigan. 2018, great years for voting. But then the primary happened. And if you live in New York, you know what happened. It wasn't great. But lately, your governor has been on a tear. He's doing wonderful things. He expanded absentee voting for everybody. And then just recently, he just announced that um, not only is New York City and hopefully New York State finally going to be able to track their ballots. This is big news, you guys. This is a thing you should have. And now you have it. Remember how during the primaries, 20% of you didn't get your ballots counted, but 100% of you who sent in your mail-in ballots have no idea if they were counted, yeah, that's going to change now. It's a little thing called ballot tracking. We have it in California. We love you. You're going to love it. Uh, But the other huge thing is that Cuomo said that you are now going to have over 300 ballot box drop boxes in and across the state that you can use through all of early voting, and then you'll be able to drop off your absentee ballot at Any polling place on election day. So this is huge. This means you no longer have to rely on USPS. It will eliminate the whole postmark problem that you had over primaries, which they've also changed the rules so that now, as long as your ballot is received by Election Day, they will count it regardless of, you know, if it doesn't have a postmark because they didn't understand how the United States postal system works. Good job, New York. But now you don't even have to mail your ballot. You can put it in a ballot box, which they're going to have all over the place, and you can, uh, you can you can just drop it off at the polling place on Election Day. So it's huge news. It's really making voting in New York more accessible. And just a small note, if they again this fall, like they did all over New York during the primaries, ask people when they're at the polls if they have their ID in order to vote. Please remember, New York is not a voter ID state and you don't need an ID. And call 866-R-VOTE to report them. Good job, New York. Very proud of you. Very proud of half of Alaska. Very proud of Governor Whitmer. Things are going great. Everybody's going to be okay. It's, it's, everything is fine. (laughs) I'm
1: that little dog
0: (laughs) in the fire. (laughs)
1: This is fine. (laughs) This is,
0: everything's fine. Uh, We have a question in our inbox uh, from Matthew E. Matthew, thank you for emailing us. And this is actually a great question.
1: Hey, this is producer Julia. I'm going to read Matthew's written-in question. Matthew asked, I haven't heard anyone in the media address the fact that the crisis of evictions which are soon to become much worse, will make it very difficult for those affected to vote. In addition to the stress of being homeless or moving in with family, vote by mail will almost certainly be a problem as ballots may not get to the intended recipient or may be delayed enough to make it impossible to return on time. These facts coupled with the fact that renters are more likely than homeowners to already be members of disenfranchised groups worries me greatly. So basically, Matthew is asking what is going on with evictions and voting and uh, also what can we do to help?
0: Awesome. Well, Matthew, thank you for that question. Um, It's great that you asked it. Uh, I actually spoke to The Appeal about maybe two weeks ago for an article that is about exactly this. And you can Google The Appeal, economic insecurity brought on by COVID-19 threatens to disenfranchise millions of voters. It's a very long title, but it's all about this. And, you know, there are a few things that we have to think about when it comes to this. So um, I believe the Aspen Institute did a, a study last month that showed that we're expecting 30 to 40 million people to be evicted this fall. Now, the CDC has made some changes that hopefully will reduce that number a bit. But the fact is that we are likely to see a large wave of evictions right around election season. There are a few things that we need to think about. One, one. For most people, when you register to vote, you have to vote at a polling place that's near your house. Well, if you're no longer living at that house, then your polling place is going to be in a different location. And most people, are dealing with life when they're about to be evicted, and they haven't gone onto the DMV website and changed their voter registration address. So that's something to really think about. Uh, two, people are already requesting mail-in ballots, and if they get evicted before they show up, then they're going to be sent to the wrong house and they're not going to receive them. There's also just the stress and the strain of a new eviction and having to figure out your life and maybe being newly homeless and all of the things that are so overwhelming that having to remember to vote on top of all of that is really challenging, particularly now when we're at a point where kids aren't going to school every day. And so parents aren't getting that you know sort of eight hours a day when they can sort of think and try to figure out what the next steps are because they have kids. And so there's just a lot of stress and strain on people at the moment. Uh, and then one thing that we see a lot at Spread the Vote is that your probability of losing your IDs or documents increases significantly when you're suddenly homeless for obvious reasons, right? You no longer have a place to store things. You may be sleeping outside or in a shelter or in a place where things are taken. And so if you live in a state where you need an ID to vote, uh, all of a sudden you don't have that. So there are a few things that we can do about this. Um, First of all, Let's start with trying to prevent evictions. So get in touch with your members of Congress, your state legislators. Uh, you know, donate. There are a lot, a lot of tenants' rights groups right now that are working really hard. You can donate to them. But the first step, not just for voting, but for you know our economy and people's lives, is do what you can to try to prevent evictions. And it's something we really need to be thinking about right now. But the second is, if you know that you're at risk of being evicted, and voting is something that you really want to be sure you do this fall, then make a plan. Next. Now, take a look at where you think you may be, if you're going to maybe be staying with a friend or family, if you think you may be in a shelter, and where is the early voting location that's closest to that place? Because if you're early voting, you don't have to vote at your assigned polling place. You can vote anywhere. Um, Or if you know you're likely to be evicted at the end of October, you may already get your absentee ballot. And then it's just a matter of filling it out early and making sure to get it in so that you can still get your ballot out before you're dealing with the eviction issue. You know, also, if you know someone... Who's at risk of being evicted, offer a helping hand. You can, you know, offer to give them a ride to the polls. You can maybe offer to watch their kids while they're going to vote. You know, we all, if there are 40 million people who are going to be evicted, we're all gonna know somebody who is. And we can help by making sure that, you know, maybe if they're gonna be in line at the polls all day, we can help provide them with a the lunch or something. But let's see how we can help our neighbors out in this really difficult situation. The last thing I'll say is that look. It's inevitable. Some people are just not going to be able to vote this year. Life is insane. We're in the middle of a lot of apocalypses and things are overwhelming. And that is why it is so important that if you can vote, you do vote. Because you're not just voting for yourself, you're voting for all of the people who may not make it to the polls this year. So make a plan now, get to the polls early, and let's try to help each other out.
1: A couple simple things that you can do this week are, at vote.org, we are launching a new program where you can volunteer and have weekly action items sent to you so that you can make sure to tell your friends and family and community and anyone else in your contact list how they can participate in this year's election. If you'd like to sign up, you just have to send an email to relational at vote.org.
0: Yay, so exciting. Okay, so mine isn't super simple, but it's important. We have a little under two months left until the election. And I know everything is really confusing and overwhelming and complicated because everything is broken. So for the next two months, choose a thing. Become a super volunteer for your local board of supervisors candidate or you know, become a super supporter of a particular demographic of voters and dive in deep to organizations that are trying to get them out to vote uh, or choose a subject area and and start a podcast or, or tweet about it a lot or whatever. But choose one thing that matters and then really, really focus on that because that will not only help you really push the envelope for one candidate or one subject area, but it will also help keep you focused and feeling like you're productive and not overwhelmed because you're so busy worrying about every single issue. We cannot all save the world on our own, but together, if we all just choose one issue and work really hard on it, then we'll all save the world together. So give yourself a break. Think of one issue or candidate you want to support, and then go all in super hard for that one thing all the way through November 3rd.
1: Thank you for joining us. We will be answering your biggest and most pressing voting questions all the way up until the election. To learn more about what's happening at vote.org, you can follow us on
0: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to learn more about Spread the Vote, visit us at our website, spreadthevote.org, or at Spread the Vote US on all the socials, and sign up to volunteer or donate and support our work. If you have a question that you want us to address on the show, write us an email at thepodcast at gmail.com. And to find out more about the show, including upcoming episodes, follow us on Instagram at vote pod. And folks, come on, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You love us. You're, you listened this long. Leave us a review. Five stars preferably, but I'm not picky. I am picky. Five stars. All right. That's all I have to say. Goodbye.